0: Welcome to the Dominion of His Voice podcast with Destiny Schneider today. What I have on my heart is a title that the Lord dropped into my spirit, man, and it is Blast the Past, Blast the Past, that we are to now in Christ recognize and know ourselves after this new creation, man, that we are, that we're no longer of the old man, that we're no longer of our past, and that really the past has no longer a hold over us. And that right there is a revelation that we are no longer of the person that we knew of in the past, that we are now brand new creation. And that from here forth, the only voice that has preeminence, the only one that has a right to communicate to us, is the Word of God, because we're born of this incorruptible seed of the Word of God, and so only the Word can communicate identity to us. And the one identity is here that we see with Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5:17, that we're a brand new creation now, that we're now in the man of the Lord Jesus Christ. If we go to uh, verse 16, therefore from now on we regard no one according to the flesh, Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. So even the Lord Jesus Christ, the disciples that knew and walked with Jesus here on earth, they were to forsake that knowledge of Jesus. And now they were to become acquainted with who Christ is, the resurrected savior of the world. And so that's why we see in the book of Revelation, John falling at the feet of Jesus. Undone as a dead man. Although he loved Jesus when he walked here on earth, although he was the one that leaned on the bosom of Jesus, yet when he saw the resurrected Christ, he was beyond recognition. There was fire in his eyes. He was of an entity in a reality that even John needed revelation of. And that's why the book of Revelation is the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so here now, we are to also walk in this revelation. We are to know ourselves after our new man. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And the beginning of 18 is, Now all things are of God. You see, everything now in our life is of God. Everything now in our life is to follow the manner of the Son of God. And we see in Hebrews 12, the manner of of Jesus, how He walked earth, how He overcame shame, how He overcame moments of great difficulties, how He endured through the cross and overcame it. In chapter 12, the book of Hebrews, the end of one, let us lay aside every weight. And one of the biggest weights really is our past, is the voice of the past. It is the voice that is wanting to communicate a fallen reality. We're to lay aside that weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Because you see, if it so easily ensnares us, because it has been ensnaring us in the past. It's often habitual sin because it's habitual thoughts. It's thoughts that are of an old mindset. And now the word, as we're taking in the word of God, it's renewing our mind and bringing forth the mind of Christ into preeminence. And that is how we forget the old man. That is how we we go beyond the hindrance of our past so we not be so easily ensnared anymore, and to run with endurance the race that is set before us. How do we run this race? Looking unto Jesus, looking at the forerunner, looking ahead. At Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. You see, he too had to live this way. And that's why we live this way now. If he didn't have a forward gaze on the delight of the Father, on the joy of the Father, because he only did what he saw the Father do. He only said what he heard the Father say. So he was constantly set on the one above. He was constantly set on the one who is pure and holy and trustworthy. And that's why Paul in Colossians 3 tells us to set our minds on those things which are above. And so if we go back to Hebrews 12, verse 2, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And look at the victory that came about because of it. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So can we say then, if we don't forsake the old man, if we do not blast the past, if we don't press the lead on the old patterns of thoughts, of those habitual sins, and that old mindset, then we'll never enter into the rest that we now have in Christ. Because you see where Christ is, where He is, we are now there. Because when He was raised up from the grave, when He was raised up from the pit, from hell itself, we together with Him were raised up above, far above all powers and principalities, might and dominion, so we can now have a brand new mindset a brand new start, a brand new creation life. And so today, blast the past. Do not forsake what is ahead by looking at the past. Do not forego your future by continuing your past because your past has the power when you're beholding it to invalidate your future. And we, of course, see that with Lot's wife. We see it with Lot's wife, where her future was totally invalidated when she looked behind at that destruction. So when we look back there, behind us, there's nothing but an old man that served the flesh. And from that flesh, that old man ripped corruption. So why should we look at that corruption no, we set our gaze above. We sow now into the spirit. We know ourselves after the spirit man, and out of our spirit man we will reap eternal life. And that's what Paul did. Philippians 3, we read in 12 and 13 and 14 that he recognized his growing up. He recognized that he hasn't fully attained to everything for which the Lord Jesus attained. For him. But one thing he did, he forgot what was behind. Here in 13, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So then what we see here is if we're not forgetting the past, we really cannot go forward in Christ. We really cannot lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has finished for us. We can't be found in the press. So where are we going to be found? Back there. In stagnation mode, on park mode. Surveying something we ought not to survey. Beholding something we ought not to behold because it's dead. It's of the past. And Christ is always found among the living. In um, Colossians, it's so clear. Colossians 2, verse 14. That the Lord Jesus, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. You see, if there was handwriting that was wiped away, handwriting of requirements that were contrary to us, that handwriting was done in the past. It was already written down. And so that now in the present, it has a standing ground. But Jesus abolished it. There's a brand new handwriting. And that's the blood that is written, a better word for us. There's a brand new reality now. That is that we are new in Christ, a brand new creation. All the old handwriting, all the old requirements, the old failures, they have been abolished. They have been wiped away. He has taken it out of the way. Having nailed it to the cross, you see, he became sin. He was nailed. He himself became that requirement. He himself became that sacrificial lamb. He was the one that was nailed. And all the requirements that went with wanting to be perfect, wanting to live a perfect life and, and, and falling short of it all the time, that has been nailed. So now we are brand new. And not only did he do that, but he went down to the pit of hell and he disarmed principalities and powers. And not only did he do that, but he made a public spectacle of them. You see, there's progression. There's a forward motion in Christ. And not only did he make a public spectacle of every power and principality, after he had disarmed them, after he had become a curse on the cross, he then triumphed over them. And not only that, but thereafter, he was resurrected out of the grave. Forward motion doesn't just stop. He doesn't just stop at the cross. He doesn't just stop at disarming principalities. He doesn't just stop at making a public spectacle of them. He doesn't just stop at triumphing over them. But he was resurrected out of it into a brand new existence. And that's what the Lord speaks in in Hebrews chapter 2. Right here in, in chapter 2.10. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. And that's what we just read. They had to endure the cross. And how did he endure the cross? By looking ahead. What was before him? The joy that was set before him, verse 11, for both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren saying, I'll declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the assembly. I will sing praises to you. And again, I'll put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. And so that's what happened. He became the begotten of the father again. If we go to first chapter of Hebrews 1, 5. For to which of the angels did he ever say, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. And again, I'll be to him a father and he shall be To me, a son. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, he who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the son, he says, your throne of God is forever and ever A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness, or some translations, I think the Passion Translation reads, the oil of bliss more than your companions. You see why? Because his gaze was set on bliss. His gaze was set on joy and gladness. And that which you behold You are becoming. So why is it important for you to blast the past? So you would not perpetuate your past. Because if you keep beholding your past, you're accentuating, you're continuing, you're becoming, you are, you're grounding yourself in your past, but now you're brand new creation and you to look above, you to look on those things which are above, you to meditate on those things which are holy and noble and pure of good report, trustworthy, you to think on Jesus. You to allow the word of God to have a preeminence in your life. And so what is the theme of today? Blast the past. Do not know yourself anymore after the old man. You are brand new. You're a brand new creation. And as Jesus walked forward, you too now can walk forward. And the way you do that is by setting your gaze on the things that are ahead, not on that which was behind. And so today we too can say with Apostle Paul, that one thing we do, we forget those things which are behind and we reach forward to those things which are ahead and we press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I bless you today and thank you for coming alongside of me to partake of this, the Dominion of His Voice podcast with Desi Schneider. Have an awesome day today.